0: Welcome back to the Tour on the Music Podcast. This is episode 13. This is going to be another exciting episode. Um, First off, we are continuing our um, talk about acapella music, which we didn't have a chance to finish last episode. And second, um, CJ has promised me an intro. So I am ready to go to hear this intro that you have come up with. So hit me, sir. I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I... Oh my goodness! I <sighs> forgot. Oh. This well, is. Did you, did you not have time to come up with something?
1: I know I was.
0: <laughs> no, I just I, I I couldn't think of
1: anything. I really <laughs> so tr- think of tr- it. Truth
0: be told, th- th- we're recording this right after part one, so yeah. uh, there is literally no time to come up with something. But uh, yeah, I will. Um, I will
1: have. To, I have to get something for, <laughs> for the for uh, episode fourteen. Yeah, episode fourteen is going to be interesting. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> got a lot, of sh- a lot of cool stuff to share on that Ooh, one too
0: someone almost <laughs> said the brown word <laughs> uh. so
1: alright we're continuing our discussion of acapella music so I'd like to call this episode part de part de
0: so I guess to summarize for those that haven't listened to the, uh, the first part first off uh, go back and listen to it because we missed some good stuff we talked a little bit about where acapella music came from um, and I shared a little bit of the King Singers, which is kind of a, they're a group that does, you know, some of the earlier, uh, magical type stuff and they're, you know, some of the more recent stuff, they're starting to pull in some pop music. Um, and then CJ talked a lot about Rockapella, um, and, uh, what they've done and, you know, some, some stories about how he's, you know, how he found them and where he saw them. And, um, then we moved into, um, a group called Home Free, um, and uh, yeah, we're gonna kind of continue there. So, um, I shared the group last. Do you want to kick off the next group, or do you want me to continue?
1: So we, uh, yeah, I'll, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll go. That's fine. I'll go ahead okay. forward. I was gonna, um, I'm gonna sh- switch up who I was is gonna start with. Let's That's let's fine. talk. Let's talk straight. No chaser, Because okay. you know them as well.
0: I do. Yes.
1: Okay. So they are a group out of. Um, was it Indiana University? Indiana University. Okay. Yep. So, the and, and they're a fairly uh, large group. They're about ten guys. Mm,
0: I think there might be more than
1: that. Maybe maybe they're a little bit more than that. But they're they're a larger group. They're not there like Rockapella was five. Home Home Free is about. F- Home f-
0: Free is six, six, five or six, I think. And yep. King Singers are six.
1: Yeah. So, so. they're they're on the they have a larger group. They um. They're a unique situation because they came, they they formed out of just the need or want to perform music, mm-hmm. and apparently to pick up chicks. Um, <laughs> so if you if you listen to it. so they have an album that's called uh, one shot, and the album one shot is um, basically it's interesting how it's recorded. They do there's like a, a track that they talk a little bit and kind of like a little history of themselves and then the next song the song that comes on afterwards kind of relates to what they just spoke about right so i had i had picked out three songs that i thought kind of jumped out at me right and, and not that i'm not saying that they're they're the best ones that they've done but i just think for me on the album so on the album one shot kind of popped out so i'm going to play the first one that i have um, that requires me to share.
0: While you're but sharing, just uh, I'll tell a little bit about them.
1: Unsha- um, unshare. You have a little more knowledge on it, but uh, un-
0: unshare. Unshare. I'm sharing. Unsharing. There we go. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um. So the group formed out of Indiana University. Indiana University is one of the better, mu- one of the best music schools in the country. Um. And they're all vocal majors. And when they graduated, they all kind of went separate their separate ways. Um. And I know one of the guys uh, was he was part of the Lion King um, at one point, and uh, the guy I think I think he was like the lead guy found a video of them performing in like the local not the local with the like a talent show for Indiana University, uploaded it to YouTube. It went viral. They all came back together and they formed the group again with a lot of the original members and some other guys. I think so. That's how they kind of came back into prominence right um are you gonna play the, the 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 song that became the viral hit
1: no maybe okay maybe you should bring that up because okay. i'm just playing the ones okay. that i thought kind of stood out on their album sure. and and they do talk about that a little bit about even when they they were called up to say hey we want to give you a uh a contract i think with sony and they talk about how like the guy was working in the city, and his wife didn't work that far from him. And he's on the phone, and he finds her, and they get on the elevator, and wherever she was working, he's telling. It was just like they were all just so happy, and it was mm. just it was very it's a very cool album to listen to because you get those like little tidbits. I don't know the name of the song that went viral, so I don't want to. Okay. I don't, I'm gonna play what I'm gonna play, and then you can sure. tell me. So I'm yeah. gonna just play the first one. Um, this is Pop has got a brand new band. <laughs> Those notes, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're just so much fun. That's that's yep. the reason why I had to play that song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have. I want to queue up the next song.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, so if you wanna, do you want to play the viral song while I'm? Yeah, I'll up? play
0: the viral one. I'm. I'm gonna. This is. I don't know where to start this because there's a reason this went viral. So let me. Uh, well, I'll. I'll play as much and then we'll make the cut later. But right. We were talking about um last week how. You know, when do we listen to acapella music? Um, and I, I mentioned Christmas time So um, the song that went viral for them was The Twelve Days of Christmas. Um, okay. So I'll play this and then uh, we'll the cut it. On the day we'll of it.
1: Christmas, my true love gave to me A partridge in a pear tree On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Two turtledoves and a partridge in a pear tree on the fourth day of, On Christmas. The third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five
0: golden rings,
1: four calling Three birds, and two, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a, in a pear tree. tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my, my, true day day of Christmas, Christmas my, my true love gave to me made eight, made eight, made eighties, man's a seven, sevens, man's a six, six, man's a fucking better not shout. You better not cry. You better not
0: in a pear tree. So I'm not sure what I cut for you guys to hear. Um, I played the whole thing for CJ. Um, but yeah, the, the, the way it started because, you know, when they started messing up the numbers, I, when I first saw it, it was like, Oh boy, this is going to be a train wreck. And then all of a sudden this came out of that train wreck. And it was just unbelievable. They're what I like about them. So I'm going to compare
1: them to Rockapella, not because I'm trying to be, I'm not a Rockapella snob, but just on the, ta- on the, I, I, shh don't tell anybody oh, so, someone's supposed to let the so. <laughs> no the reason why i compare them is is the 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 performance level uh, so mm. they're so good with each other on stage yep that they create such not only are they fantastic singers not mm-hmm. only are they fantastic performers but they're fantastic entertainers yes like cuz they know each other so well, they're able to pull off stuff that they pull off. A Rockapella does it in subtle ways, but like straight No chaser, their sense of humor and the way they handle things are amazing. And it's a large group too. So you're not even talking about a group of five guys. You're talking about a group of like 10 to 12 guys that are doing this. And that's why I compare them because they're at the, they're at that level. They're, they're, they're the same level. They're, at a different level. What do you want to say it? They're just, they're, mm-hmm. they're that capable. Yep. That's funny. That, that was great. Um, yeah, you guys need to listen to that whole thing. So yes, enjoy the clip. I hope you enjoyed the clip he, uh, Kyle shared, but you definitely need to listen or find that whole thing and I'm, it'll be in the links in the show notes. All right. So the, I have to take over, uh, sharing oh, again. Um, maybe this will let us do it without us to switch. There we go. Okay. So this one, I'm just going to play it. I'm not going to even, I'm not going to even give an intro. I'm just going to play it. Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, <laughs> Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Pensacola, Omaha, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Maddowalda, La Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocampilla, Barenkilla, and Panela, I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Man. So the song, I've Been Everywhere, Man, mm-hmm. what they did was uh, one of their... I think it was the tenor took all 90 some odd cities that they performed in and put it into the piece and like there's a whole they do this whole little skit like this the track itself is about six minutes long Mm -hmm. and it does a whole little skit about how um you know the bassist comes out talks about it and says you know then we were trying to find a singer who wanted to sing it And, and so the you know the one person that never sings the solos ends up singing it the bass and he goes so I'm going to squeeze however many years of singing into 90 90 seconds or whatever <laughs> you know like but it, it's just it's well done and his his bass voice is is range is fantastic yeah yeah it is um the other song I'm going to play is the reason why I started listening to Simon and Garfunkel Oh. Today. So Everybody's we're going to play that. This time For a poet and a one-man
0: band Homeward bound I wish I was Homeward bound Home Where my thoughts escaping Home Where my music's playing Home Where my love lies waiting silently for me Every day's an endless stream Of cigarettes and magazines mm. And each town looks the same to me The movies and the factories And every stranger's face I see Reminds me that I long to be Homeward bound
1: The harmonies are
0: beautiful they sure
1: are. It was just I I when the song played for the first time, I was like, "That's beautiful." Yeah, yeah. Like they did a really great job harmonizing that that piece. Yep. Um. So yeah, straight no chaser, which I've listened to them before, but I just mm-hmm. I didn't put the I I didn't put as much energy into them as I I probably should have, and I yeah. did I did over the past however many days, and I was just like, wow. They're, they're a tight group and I don't know when their last album came out. I do hope that they are potentially working on a new one. I know that there's probably some gaps with some musicians because of COVID. Oh, sure. So in the sense of recording, just a real quick thing, the King Singers,
0: mm-hmm.
1: do you know anything about how they do their
0: recordings? Um, I do. Are you wondering if they're individually mic'd or not? Is that the question? Are they
1: recording in the same recording booth at the same time, or are they doing their parts
0: separately? The majority of the stuff that they've done, at least the stuff that I know about the recording process that they've done, um, it is typically done in a church um so they are they are singing as a group together they are usually individually mic'd and then there are separate mics for the ambient uh, room room noise. Okay. So it picks up both. Um one of the exceptions to that is they did a piece called Spem in Alium which was written by I don't remember who but it was a piece in 40 parts. And the the six of them divided up those 40 parts. And they just overlap them and they're they are singing all six of them together and then all the other parts. So they're they're always singing six at a time. Sometimes they would double the part just so there's something someone singing something. Um, But that was not done in a church that was done in a studio, but they were all in the same room, individually mic'd. And then there was uh, another mic that was in front of them. So it got the group sound as well. So essentially they
1: record all together. No matter yes. where they are, they're recording all together, and yep. I'm assuming most of the same. I could be completely wrong. One thing that I thought was very interesting, and w- with rock not to bring them back up again, but they record Snob. in sep- uh, Well, they record in separate cities. Really, some of their albums that they've done are, and I've read about it. They'll they'll say like, whatever home city that they're from, they'll record their parts in separate cities. Hmm. so there's some some of the members like two of them live nearby and they would record and one so but it's just it's very interesting how a group as good as they are could do that yeah. so I'm not saying that they're the only ones that do that I'm, i I I didn't look into the recording practices of pentatonics and I didn't in, in, look at straight no Chaser and all that stuff um the straight notation uh, <laughs> again the straight no chaser <laughs> album. The one shot, uh, most of it is live performances. That's the yeah. I, I know that for sure. But it, it's just I was curious because I'm curious of pentatonics and how they record. Are they recording mm. in the studio all together at once so they're hearing right. each other, or are they doing it when one is available to do it? You know, so mm-hmm. because everybody lives in different places and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just it was just an interesting thing. So th- I just wanted to share that tidbit because with a recording process. You could be anywhere in the world and record a song mm-hmm. It's a matter of the group as a
0: whole on how that sounds yeah because and it's it's a lot more difficult to, to do it because I don't know what a lot I mean we didn't I meant to bring it up in the choral episode um, but in order to sing well, I mean actually maybe we did talk about it yeah, we did um, now that I'm thinking back on it. You know, you have to be able to match the not just the volume of the person next to you, and in a recording group as small as this, like we got volume sliders, we can adjust that for a blend in terms of, you know, um, volume, but in terms of of matching the vowel shape, that is really important because you can it if you don't match your vowel shape properly, it will sound like you're singing out of tune even though you're not. Right. Um, I've done this example many times where I choose someone in the choir and I say, okay, you sing this on an ooh, and I sing the same note to them, and then I change my ooh vowel, and what happens is the pitch goes from being, it it sounds like a straight pitch, and then it gets this little wobble, this little vibration in it, and it sounds like it's out of tune, but I'm singing the exact same note. Only difference is my mouth shape is different. I'm not not changing my pitch. I'm just changing the the way that I focus the vowel and that makes it sound out of tune so it's really important so when they're when they're in other cities like you have to listen so and, and you have to know the group really really well
1: and you had to just break up mouth shape yeah I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but but so take a band
1: drummer guitarist bassist elite singer I'm not saying that they shouldn't be in the same room recording a song I'm not saying that at all like because you mm-hmm. still you still get a different feel when everybody's together absolutely but doing that with a group like that is a little bit easier because Mm -hmm. you're just, you're, you're playing a part on an instrument. Right. Will you get the same feel as if you were in the other room in the room together? Potentially not because you're not feeling each other's vibes. You're not seeing Mm -hmm. each other. You're not doing that, but you could do an album that way. And, and that's why I think it's amazing because I've listened to multiple rockapella albums and I can't tell the difference. So these yeah. groups are yeah. so tight with each other when it comes to singing that it's impressive that they can pull this off. Um, so Straight No Chaser, check them out. I, yeah. I enjoy them. Uh, they have a few albums out, definitely a couple Christmas albums out. Um, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand it off to you. The ball's in your cool. court.
0: Nice. So um, I just want to mention one more, Straight No Chaser. They're, they do a, a movie medley. Which is absolutely hysterical. They do Indiana Jones and Star Wars, and they dress up and act the whole thing out, and it's they sing the theme songs of the the movie, but they make up their own words to the theme songs. Um, you know, like the Indiana Jones thing that talks about them running away from a big rock. You know, and it's so it's, it's really well done um, and just really well arranged. So ch- definitely check that out. Um, That's awesome. One of the things. One of, and this is a, this is actually a really good segue to another a couple of groups of mine, um, and uh, so um, I'm going to put this over here. Yeah, so the um, Straight No Chaser is a th- they're a, a really cool group because they they pull together the the great arranging and the great performance, but they also have a comedy aspect to it, which I think. Um, in a lot of, I, I was thinking about this a couple of months ago. How do we get, you know, acapella music to be more popular? And I think, um, part of that is we need to have humor in it because otherwise people don't want to go out and listen to barbershop, you know? Right, um, right. But I, you know, so I've, I've found, and there's, there's a resurgence of barbershop, um, music going on. There's, um, there are festivals that go on and, you know, um, and there are so many really great groups, um, and I'm going to play a couple of them for you because they're they're just so I, funny. I, I think the talent is.
1: I don't want to say it's changing, mm-hmm. but I think the talent is getting stronger. That's out there, yeah. And I and too. I think that's why we're we're seeing a resurgence of forms of music, and and whatever the reason why, whatever the reason may be, that the talent is getting stronger. i'm game like if you want to pull this stuff back and you want to make start making this stuff happen and and bringing back barbershop quartets and -hmm. all that stuff i I do it you know let let us bring that music forward and move it forward and keep it going for people
0: that you know may have not listened to it before and so it doesn't get lost in the future Mm -hmm. yeah um so the first group i want to introduce you guys to is a group called lunch break um they are a group of four guys that's tasty Um, yes (laughs) (laughs) Um. So they are they are no longer together. They um because they lived in different country, uh, different countries, different states. Um, it was just easier for them to go join other diff- other barbershop quartets. And the nice thing about barbershop quartets is that like when you join one and you go to these festivals, it's just a giant family, and there are guys just singing with other people all, all over the place. So, uh, this is uh, Old McDonald's Farm, uh, by lunch break. <gasps>
1: Old MacDonald had a D for farm, E I E I O. And on this farm he had a hearing impaired parrot, E I E I O. With a what what here and a what what there, here what that what, probably want a, what, what, a what, what Old MacDonald had a D for farm, E I E I O. And on this farm he had a kleptomaniac seagull, E-I-E-I-O. With a my mine, here in a and a my mi, mine, there. Here, mine, mine there, he terror. mine? Mine? <laughs> mine, 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 oh, um, double- <Mint> mine, 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 mine. Old MacDonald had a for farm, E-I-E-I-O.
0: The so they go through all the different animals that have these deformities, you know, there's the the alligator who has locked jaw and you know the the lactose intolerant cow and <laughs> um and there are three different versions of this um and they're all different animals, they're you know the 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 octoplegic octopus uh <laughs> but four guys singing harmony. <laughs> uh, I and
1: and like you said like what are you going to do uh, uh, you know you have four guys singing mm-hmm. and what else are you gonna do like you don't have someone tuning a guitar and you're breaking You like it's just like there's nothing else on stage except the four yeah. of you or the five of yep. you whatever so humor yeah i agree humor has to play yep. a huge part of it and yep. and i love all the nerds in the audience clapping at <laughs> barbershop Quartet.
0: Yeah, so this was it was boy was, was the um a Sharp uh uh, con- contest, barber shop, barber hey, shop. Am I rubbing Bar- off on you? <laughs> <laughs> wow, barber shop contest, um, and they they were they were hoping that they would make the top ten, and they didn't make it. Um, the, the really neat thing is though, their last year, there's a little documentary on YouTube that you could watch. But the very last year, they sang this the, the version of this, and they actually made the top ten using that piece. So, um, but there's if you if you fall into this barbershop hole, like. There's a lot of jokes between all the different groups and, you know, a lot of fun stuff. Um, Another group that I found, um, I actually found these guys before. Um, It's a group called the Newfangled Four. I've I've heard of them. Yeah, so it's a group of four guys. um, And I I just thought this is a really, the the line that I'm going to play for you all is, it really kind of sums up, I think, Barbershop and what music can do for us. Um, so this is a cover of a song that I'm sure you'll probably recognize um, once I play it. So this is the newfangled tour. All that
1: glitters is gold, only shooting stars, shooting stars. Somebody once told me it's only barbershop, and this thing we do is really strange. I said, yeah, what a concept, but I love singing with my friends, and with harmony, the world can change, 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 change now, you're an all-star, so get your game on and play, okay,
0: now, you're a rock star. Gotta so get that was uh, All Star by Smash Mouth, kind of, <laughs> um, done as a barbershop quartet. Um, but they're, they're a really fun group. They've got, you know, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious as one of theirs. Um, they do banana phone by Raffi. Um, yeah, well, Fargo awesome. wagon. They do really cool stuff. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, it's such a unique, um, you know, style of music. And I, you know, going back to when we were talking about Sarah Watkins, it's that whole Americana thing you know that it's just it, it kind of originated here and I, I don't know of any other country that has this sort of style of music that we have that we call barbershop I and mean, there's nothing really similar I don't think
1: it's it's hard because it's it it's a unique um it's a unique sound mm-hmm. the 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 composition the the bra- the the chord structures that are used yes. are very unique and yes. <clears throat> the the excuse me the the It's what makes I think what makes them different than because they're they're acapella because there's no instrumental background. But I think what makes Mm -hmm. them different is the chord breakdown, I feel like, is a little bit tighter. Yes. Right. So I I,
0: I think this is something that I was going to get into when we get into Jacob Collier stuff, because he does this a lot. Um, Our. Do I want to get into this now? I guess. So our our tuning system is something called equal temperament which means that the distance between C and C sharp is the same between C sharp and D it's all equal distance right but mathematically and and physically like the notes that we have that are e- that we think are actual notes scientifically don't really work so like if you if you listen to the note C and the note E together that's a major third right but technically like the vibrations that we use for the letter, for the note letter e and c is not really a major third it's it's actually a little bit i think it's a little bit flat um, but the cool thing about singing a cappella is that we're not restricted by instruments so we can actually sing true major thirds without the restrictions of the instruments and i think that's what gives barbershop one of its unique sounds right
1: now i agree it's it, you do have those those very real Real tones, you're real, those real yeah. notes. No, I agree. Yep.
0: Um, uh, and I think the other thing that makes barbershop and not just that, but the style of arrangement. Um, one of the big things, um, in barbershop is what they call the tag. Um, the tag is typically at the very end of a piece, um, it usually goes through some weird chords, and some guy is usually holding a note forever and ever and ever, and all these chords are changing around him, and then eventually you go how are they going to end this and all of a sudden one guy changes one note and the chord locks in and then it's done and it so here's i have two examples of that this is um a group called the ringmasters and they do a cover a medley of um tunes from uh the disney notre dame so this is um this is the tag of that medley. chaos and all of a sudden the bass just changes one note and it just boom there it is you know
1: i i miss having that breath control
0: (laughs) well i'm glad you brought up breath control because i could not play a tag without introducing tim warwick so if you go out and google tim warwick long notes um you will find a compilation of him singing ridiculously long notes um, this is him doing the, uh, a, an arrangement of go the distance. Um, normally we try to keep this to about 30 to 40 seconds. The problem is that he holds these notes a lot longer than 30 or 40 seconds. So I'm going to play the whole thing, um, for the most part. Um, just so you can hear, like, there is one note that he holds for, I think, 50 seconds. And then the, he's singing all four parts. Um, the other parts do it not quite 50 seconds, but still the breath control that this guy has is on another level um I didn't tell you this but I actually bought um it's sitting right there um a stationary bike because i'm I'm struggling with breathing and singing like my cardiovascular is nowhere near where it needs to be so I'm gonna start biking again t- in order to improve it if I can get half of what tim can get I will be happy but this is uh
1: you do you know there's breathing exercises that you can do without getting on a bike to strengthen your lungs
0: yeah yeah I know, but I wanna I want to get back into psychics too because I'm fair. fat. So. That's fair yeah, enough.
1: So I don't want to. Oops.
0: <laughs> 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 and in fact, I sent you um, a, a video of Tim well back Yes. And you thought it was uh, it was a, a camera trick. I tried to uh, I
1: tried to break it down uh, electronically because yep. I know that a, there was a Broadway show back in the day that used to use an infrared uh, sound which allowed the not all the actors but there was a couple actors that played the lead role that couldn't hold the note as long as they needed to and the way that infrared rec- track however it worked allowed mm-hmm. them to cut off but they kept their voice going for as long as they like it was very interesting right so I was like I was looking at the video going
0: yep and then, then I sent you all the live versions yeah, of it doing like, this live <laughs> in, in the middle of competitions like okay and, and that's, it's, that was not to like put the guy
1: down like no, I don't want just what he it,
0: does is so incredible yeah. that like so anyway, this is uh from uh the, the movie Hercules. This In is good till I find, find my hero's welcome right I find it where right there where I
1: We can stop the recording now. I'm done for the night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I I timed it. It's 47 seconds. I think. I it's it's just
1: what what impresses me more, not just the fact that he's holding a note, because I know that that's possible with the mm-hmm. right breath control, the right train. I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, as an instrumentalist, you can circular breathe if you do it correctly. And that, and right. that essentially means you're just keeping the airflow constant so you don't have to take a breath and there's no break in the note. And, you know, Kenny G uh, proved that with him, yeah. with, with the, the what he did. What impresses me is not the fact that he held the note as long as he did. Is it never wavered in pitch? right and and, and that yes. and, and, and we we could do a whole episode talking about breath control i don't want to get mm-hmm. into it right now but the fact that he's able to take a breath mm-hmm. big enough to maintain a note in tune for that long is what blows my mind forget about mm-hmm. holding the breath that long just in tune and i've listened to a couple of his and i try to figure out where he's taking this breath and how he's doing it because there's sometimes that you're just like how did he get that breath in? Because if you listen to him
0: singing there's not a big chunk of time that lets him no, get that breath isn't. in. No there isn't. No. So what I did notice is that it almost always is an A or an A flat or a G sharp or it's it's right he's got that little sweet spot. Uh, yeah and, there's and a pocket. Yeah there's something yeah. there and it's always that note but then and I found a couple that weren't that but almost always it's like an A and it's just always oh, there. Say his Ugh. name again? Tim Warwick, it's W A U R I C K. If we
1: say it three times, will he prov- will he set up? <laughs> will he come in front of us, just like Beetlejuice? So, <laughs> I listen. Please, if, please if tell us how you do it, Tim Tim Warwick. Uh, you may never listen to this, but if you hear this, yep. please reach out to us, and yes. and we want to talk to you and yes. and hear about this this uh, this uh, magical thing that you do. Yeah. and if you uh, what you did training wise or do you do some magic before mm-hmm. you i don't know i can't even get words out i'm just i'm just yeah. impressed with with it that's why like kyle said i tried to break down the whole entire video and to find out where <laughs> this is fake <laughs> and it's yeah. not it's not fake no no it's not it's it's impressive and, and like i said i used to, i i had fairly decent breath control mm-hmm. i i um I'm a big guy, but I, I still, you know, that was one thing I, I worked on when I was in college and I definitely lost it. And it's definitely something I want to get back into um, is, is having that breath control because it's not just for the length of the note, it's for the clarity of the note. Yep. And and I, we weren't going to talk about it, but a really quick thing, you use more air singing a high note to maintain it than you would a low note to maintain it. But you could use the same air for both notes to maintain. Like that's the weirdness of yeah. breathing is that yeah. when you sing a high note, you're gonna you're gonna push more air out in order to maintain that note long enough and clear enough. And that's what's so crazy about breath control. Like mm-hmm. you would think it would be the opposite cause you're, but you're, it's just, I'm not gonna get into it. Like I said, it, yeah. that could be a whole new episode. Um, but mm-hmm. um, who else do you have? Do you have more sharp quartets?
0: Um no that, that that's all I had barbershop wise okay um do you have do you have any more groups so to talk about I, I I I I've been
1: talking about Petatonics but I don't know if we have to play them right now but I want to talk about something else because Petatonics is out there they're on the radio people know them yep. they've heard them yep. um so if we don't play them that's fine but if you haven't listened to them well we can put their link in in the show notes just sure absolutely you probably have heard some of their uh, versions of their songs.
0: Especially their Christmas stuff, because yeah. it's all over yeah. the place. Um, it's that and Mariah Carey.
1: Right, right. Um, so there was two other groups that, that came up, and one was voice play, and this one be was... This might the first time we duplicate something. I'm sorry?
0: This might be the first time we, we, we duplicate. Do you have voice play? I have one from voice play, yeah.
1: Okay, so we'll, let's talk voice play, and then I'll, yeah. I'll go into the other one after if we have a moment. Okay. So voice play I thought was very interesting because when i went to go check out their stuff they do a lot of uh medleys mm. and and some if of their stuff isn't the even one, that long if you pick but, the
0: one i i i chose i'm going to beat you all
1: right so i all right well i have two that i'll play and then i'm okay. not going to play the medley one that i chose and we'll talk okay so I'm just gonna play these two right, one right after the other. I'll, you know, but uh, let me share my music. I and I picked them because they're just fun. They're just fun, and and the, the you know, uh, they're both from Moana. Okay. And I just think they they did it. It was just a you know, they're it's a fun group. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, it just looks like a bunch of people that just are like, hey guys, let's just do this. So yep. it's just a fun group. So I'm gonna play where you are which uh, apparently features they both feature the singer rachel potter mm. okay so i'm going to play where you are which is the first song from Moana that they did or that i'm going to play that they, that they did moana, make way make way moana it's time you knew the village of motorn is all you need Consider the coconut. The what? Consider its tree. Each part of the coconut. That's all we need. We make our nets from we the fires. From the, the, waters. Waters. the water is sweet inside. We inside. use the leaves we to we build fires. We cook up choirs. the meat inside. The, inside. the village believes huh, in us. Right. The, the, village village believes. The, the village believes.
0: Village the island gives us what we need, and no one, one leaves. They're so
1: just. It's. They have a fun sound. Yeah, they do. Like you could tell they're just having a blast doing what they're doing. Yeah. Um, the other one that I was going to play is also from Moana and it's uh, You're Welcome, which we know The Rock sang in the movie. Mm. Um, so we'll go ahead and play that.
0: Do you, so fun story about this. I, oh, I, I, oh, 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 I'll pause it. Go ahead. <laughs> so I was, I, f- I forget what I was watching, um, but the character that The Rock plays uh, was actually based on one of his things that he did in wrestling yes um every once in a while he would come out with a guitar and just sing stupid songs about people right and that was that was the 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 basis for the character that he plays in moana Yeah. yeah so uh google that if you if you're interested it's some funny stuff sorry continue no
1: no you're fine so uh like i said this is your welcome open your eyes Let's begin. Yes, it's really me. It's Maui. Breathe it in. Breathe. I know it's a lot. The hair, the body. Bod. <laughs> when you're staring <sighs> at a demigod, what can so I say, say except you're. welcome Da-da-da. for the tide, the sun, the sky? The sky. Hey, hey, it's, it's okay. okay.
0: Honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon.
1: Now, it was fun. I, I like mm-hmm. it. I like the group. I mean, there's one thing that I have to say. Okay. I think the gentleman whose vo- who who sings the lead, who mm-hmm. sings uh, Maui, I think has a fantastic voice, and I, I. But I just don't think it fits the role of Moana. Agreed. Okay. I think it's too, too bright because Moana is not a bright character and I, and I think it's funny and a little, you know, a little thing like the rock worked with Lin-Manuel who wrote the song Mm -hmm. over and over again to do it because of the way his, his part was on the beat. Right. Yeah. So like he said, it took some time to kind of get that, I'm going to call it rap, like rap singing Mm -hmm. in. He was, it said it took some time to kind of like really learn that because you know, um, which I th- which I think is cool that he's willing to to go that far mm-hmm. and to do that. So, those like I said, fun songs. I think they're yeah. a fun group. I I hope that they uh, you know if you go and find their stuff, which like I said, we like we always do, we'll link it. But they um they have a lot of fun recordings out there, a lot of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I and I don't know if they're. If there's something that happened prior to the pandemic, or if this was a group of people that got together, or I don't know, I don't know their history, but a I lot of their stuff. I think they
0: were lo- on the sing off at one point. Oh, they were okay. I think one of the later seasons. Yeah. I, I could be wrong about that. I I didn't um, do my
1: research as much as I should have with them, yeah, but it was just I, I thought they were you fun. Know so
0: I, this episode, I think, is more about sharing. Yeah, yeah. the Stuff, you know, in, in term, I mean, you guys can do your research too. You guys, you guys have the Google, I think, on your phones and your, yeah. your computers. So, but I, if I but you it, are it, interested it, in that stuff, you know. Okay. Yeah,
1: and they have uh, they have videos, so that's like you know if you bring those up, check it out. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, now that
0: we're talking about the, you mentioned the medley you have, it's not the same medley that I I have. So. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure.
1: You want to play your medley?
0: No, you play your medley. All
1: right, I'll play my medley. <laughs> Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for Been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor Buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore Taking your breath,
0: stealing your mind And all that was real is left behind
1: Don't Coming for you, running at ya It's only this moment, don't care what comes after You'll see the dream, can't you see it's getting closer? Oh, There's something breaking at the break of every wall It's holding all that you know So tell me, do you wanna go? Every night, every
0: The brightest the
1: is the showman medley from the greatest showman and i like i like how they blended the songs together they did, they did a really nice job with it yeah um and like i said it's it's a i've only listened to the soundtrack i've mm-hmm. yet to watch the movie and i just you know i'm sure there are people out there that may have not liked it but i mm-hmm. think
0: it it's a cool soundtrack i think it's a fun yeah. soundtrack all right yep. what was your medley um, but before we get to the medley, I just want to say how unfair it is to have Jeff Castellucci in your group because talking about bases, I mean, he is ridiculous and he also uses a technique that we haven't talked about. And I don't know if you, you're familiar with the technique, um, but subharmonic singing, do you know anything about yeah, subharmonic Yeah, I've heard of singing? it before, yeah. absolutely, yeah. So he is a master of subharmonic singing, but he also has this really deep resonant voice like Tim and Barry and Avi and all that sort of stuff, so... Um I I maybe I'll play a little bit of the you know cuz he does have a, a part in the medley that I have um pulled up um but I didn't the part I selected it does not feature him at all but this is the little mermaid medley um I just just That's out of fun. nowhere. That's so yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it should sure <laughs> I love is. it. I love it. Um so this is um and, and what's interesting I think about them is a lot of their stuff they I don't know if they're modeling themselves after Pentatonics because like in in the examples that you played, there was Rachel Potter. Mm -hmm. Um she's in this this one as well. I mean and it's basically the same makeup as pentatonics. It's, you know, four males and a female, right? Beatboxers in there and um, so, anyway, this is um, a little part of Under the Sea from the um, the Little Mermaid.
1: Aria, listen to me. The human world is a mess. The seaweed is always greener, and somebody else's is lick. You dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the world around you, right here on the ocean floor. Such wonderful things around you. What more is you looking for? Under the sea, said under the sea, yeah. Darling, it's better, down where it's wetter. Take, it take it from me. Oh, up on the shore, they work all day. Out in the sun, they slave away. While we're full time to floatin' under the sea. Under the <laughs> the new play, the flute, the cop play, the hop, the place play, the bass the date, sound, and chop the bass play, the brass, the chop play, the dub, and all that blowfish blow. Yeah.
0: Uh, if, if you watch the video, they're all dressed up as the characters. So they got one guy dressed up as—he's you know, he's wearing a, a yellow shirt with a little bow tie. He's Flounder, and, and Jeff, who is the bass, is dressed up as Ursula. Um, so he sings the part of Ursula. Uh, let me see if I can. Find I, I have one. to say, um, no, go ahead, play it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the part. Uh, so,
1: I, but do, like we, the past few episodes. I I know I said this last episode, but the past few I just I miss singing. Yeah, I don't do it enough, and this is mm-hmm. making me want to do it. Yep. I we, we're we got to talk. We got to figure something out. <laughs> we need to put out a turn on the music album. Yep. <laughs> and we'll just do a bunch of songs. I,
0: listen, I sent you Vienna. You didn't do anything with it. No,
1: me. no, I have it. I and I've been thinking about it. I just I when when you sent it to me, um, and what he's saying by he sent me Vienna is. There's a song, Vienna by Billy Joel, which I think is a beautiful song. And um, it's something that I want to sing. And Kyle graciously, uh, graciously, graciously, grace gr- Kyle kindly, some <laughs> random three, right. G word. I know, I know. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle kindly um, recorded the piano for me. And even um, there's a part where there's a accordion, an accordion. And, solo. and he did a little accordion solo, which I'm tempted, just for fun, to make it a saxophone solo. Oh, nice! You know, and and record. It. So maybe maybe we need to talk about a little album sure. online. I just want to do one called duets, all sung duets with myself. <laughs> 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 this would be a fun album. Okay, so did you get it?
0: Yeah, I think I, f- I found this. This is this is the same medley, but this is uh, Jeff singing as Ursula. I admit that in the past I've been a nasty. They weren't kidding when they called me well a witch. But you'll find that nowadays I've mended all my ways, repented, seen the light, and made a switch. True, yes. And I fortunately know a little magic. It's a talent that I always have possessed. And dear lady, please don't laugh. I use it on behalf of the miserable, the lonely, and the peace. I mean they they're all just really great and then there's you know we were talking about you know the the last uh group the you know, the barbershop stuff where you know part of this is is a comedy thing too so their vocal percussionist takes a little turn and and there's uh the chef in in the little mermaid so he takes on the, the role of the chef. les poissons. Les How I love les poissons. Love to chop. And serve little fish. First I cut off their head, then I pull out their bones. Ah, mais oui, ça c'est toujours délicieux. Les poissons, les poissons. <laughs> With a cleaver, I hack the goo I pull out what's inside and I serve and it up fried. Cause I love little fishes, don't you? And as silly as all that is, I mean, the harmonies are so together and so interesting. Yes. You know, they could have just done, blah, 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 but it's, there's just some really great chords and some really great arranging going on.
1: And, and I think that's another side to this whole acapella thing that your the arrangement could be really whatever you want it to be. Yep. And, and that's the be of it. Like, You're going to have your melody line, no, no doubt. Like it's going to mm-hmm. be there just because you have a melody line. But depending on how many people are in the group, you know, which you could just be a trio and if you do it right you could have a fun time just singing these songs you know so that i think that's what's cool about it and like uh, you know with rockapella not to bring them back but rock i don't know who does pentatonic stuff i don't know if it's the group themselves or they have writers but like all these groups do it them essentially do it themselves because they're they're making this out that's what's so cool about it yeah, um, Pentatonix does it themselves. They do. Um, I, that's what I figured. I'm they're, not they're, sure they're, about voice playing. They're very talented. They are very yeah, talented. I, they I, really are. I do like them and as a group.
0: W- I mean, we, we haven't talked. I mean, we we brought them up, but I mean, the, the their beatboxer is incredible. Yeah. Um, Kevin O something. I can never yeah. pronounce his last name. But he's also a, a classically trained cellist.
1: I know, and his cellist stuff and, and the music he does there. So yeah. We maybe maybe we'll talk a little bit about. Um, Talk about that. And I think we, we need to talk more about singing styles. And mm-hmm. there's a couple of people that I'd like to interview that are all vocalists. And maybe maybe that's one of the episodes It's like bring yeah. them on, interview them, and talk about that. Yep. Uh, cool. Do you have another group? I've got one more group. And uh, I have
0: one more person. Okay. So how do I... Well, we can, we, we can use one of them to close out the episode. Okay. Um, I don't care which one is which. You tell me what you want to do and... Let, I'll tell you about my guy and then we can, uh, because
1: okay. it, 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 I won't take along with it. This was kind of an accidental find because um, okay. it was part of that list. So I'm not going to do, I, I was going to play like three songs, but I'm going to, I'm going to just not do two of them. I'm just going to do one. Uh, the gentleman's name is Peter Hollins. Okay. Now the other two that I was going to play, uh, one was Amazing Grace with Home Free. Mm-hmm. And was, was Green Sleeves with Tim Faust. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm not going to play those two just because we have talked about Home Free and Tim Faust. I'm going to play the one, the other one. I'm not going to give you the title of it. I'm just going to play it. Are
0: you going to Scarborough Fair? Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme.
1: He um, I was doing a little bit of reading on him. His his wife sings as well. She has an acapella group. Um, they do a lot of uh, Christian medleys, which which is fine. They're they're beautiful. I was listening to some of them. Um, and uh, he just he just he he just kind of fell into this and started doing this, and it's just I just had to share because it, it was just so clean, and you know. Scarborough Fair I mean it's just a beautiful song yeah so I'm not gonna, I won't play Amazing Grace or Greensleeves but uh definitely check out Peter Holland um, yeah. that's all I got I'm sure there's plenty others I do actually have one of the group but that we don't have to get into that
0: you sure we can we can sneak them in
1: nah well this song we've already kind of listened to from some from another group but um, the Buzz tones they're a UK group.
0: Interesting. I've never heard of them.
1: Yeah. They're they I kind of found found them singing stand by me and I was impressed by what they did. Nice. Yeah. So
0: but what was uh, so who do you have? How are we? Um, The last group I had was a group called The Committed. Um, They were on the sing off. I think there was season two, maybe season one. They won the whole the whole season. Um, They are just to kind of bring this back, kind of bookend the whole thing. You know, we talked about the King Singers being, you know, kind of based in religion and they do a lot of religious stuff but they also branch out Um, this group is uh, out of, uh, I believe they're out of the Oakwood University, most of the members are graduates of the Oakwood University Um, and there's a very well known choir called the Aeolians of Oakwood University um, and they're on countless recordings Um, they're from Alabama, Arkansas one of the A states, I can't remember Not, not Alaska but (laughs) <laughs> Alabama or Arkansas <laughs> um, but just an incredible incredible group um, so I thought unless you want you, you wanted to do the Budstones to close out and then I'll play this and then or you want to use the Committed to close out the, the episode? No use Committed that's fine alright cool yeah. so why don't you do the closing and then we'll do I'll we'll stick the Committed in as our little awesome. exit track
1: I I want to thank everybody who's listened to these f- uh, part one or part two and allowing us to indulge in some of our some of our fun stuff and the stuff that we used to do and sing and I'm sure we both miss yep. so yeah.
0: and and one thing that we we kind of only briefly touched on is the 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 college a cappella tradition like the Yale Poofs and you know the Yellow Jackets from Eastman School of Music you know like we didn't we really didn't touch on the college groups that are you know out there. <laughs> Listen,
1: and, we just have to be another episode.
0: Yeah, I know. So um, if if you have a favorite college acapella group or whatever, high school acapella group, my high school had had a group called the Multicolored Ties. Are you in guys. a group?
1: Just let us yeah. know, yeah. Please,
0: just share share all of that let, same yeah. stuff. So,
1: uh, would you like me to read the closing again?
0: Oh uh, yeah, because I still haven't <laughs> pulled it up. Yet. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Thank
1: you for listening to Turn On The Music, the podcast. Uh, we hope that you will join us next week, uh, which will be a nice surprise because uh, I think we're changing things up a little bit, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Turn On The Music and on Instagram at Turn On The Music Podcast. If you like what you heard, share it with a friend. Share the posts. Share the podcast. Most importantly, share the music. Yeah. And if you really want to help us promote the show, head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us and give us a five-star rating. Let's, Let's stay together. Let's, let's stay together